Welcome to FamilyCast. I'm Kyle Gowen. And I'm Amy Gowen. We're glad you've joined us today. FamilyCast is a weekly conversation about marriage, parenting, and all things family. Hey folks, welcome back to Family Cast. It's good to uh, talk to you again. We're so glad you've joined us. Uh, we're sitting around the table again. In fact, it's a little chilly outside. Amy's already got her <laughs> hot apple cider next to her. I do. I do. It's uh, been the time change weekend, so it's feeling like it's dark outside when really it's 4.30. Uh, so, yeah, I, I love this part of the year, but it does make for short days. So here we are uh, loving the cooler temperatures and the beginning of my favorite time of the year. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, a couple of things to talk about today. One, I want to say thank you for being so faithful to listen. Uh, thank you so much for listening in, for sharing the podcast. Uh, you can always do that uh, by liking us, by sharing it on Facebook, sharing it on Instagram, retweeting things. That that really does help. Uh, I would also ask you, if you haven't yet, go out and rate uh, the podcast. That'd be huge for us. Uh, somehow, I don't know how it does that out in the uh, app world and in the podcast world, but as you end up rating this, uh, it helps others find it. And so if you would, please do that and let people know about it. Amy, today we're talking about raising adult children or raising children to adult and then relating to them, uh, which, man, uh, we're we're still newbies on this. We're still trying to learn how all this works. Absolutely. If you had an inkling of thought that we know what we're doing in adulting and parenting because we have a podcast, uh, squelch that inkling right now. Right. I mean, <laughs> we have our experience, uh, but we are walking through a new season for us. We've got three children who are um, practically 25, 23 and almost 21. So all three are married. So we are kind of uh, walking into this new season, not blind, praise the Lord. There's others who have gone before us, uh, but we are newbies. We are figuring this out as we go. You know, from season one, and in fact, season one, I think it was episode 14, uh, it was about the three C's and uh, raising kids and those types of things. And in there, we talked about uh, control. We talked about uh, coaching. We talked about cheerleading yeah, yeah. and about how you want to make sure that you help to transition in each of those. Uh, you transition well in each of those categories and how you relate to your kids. Well, listen, when it comes to uh, adult kids, uh, it it's still, like we said a minute ago, we're learning. Uh, we're still trying. And, and dad, you know, always tries to revert back to some of those old ways and old things. And so, um, man, I, I found a book here recently by a guy named Jim Burns. It's called Doing Life with Your Adult Children, Keeping Your Mouth Shut and the Welcome Mat Out. I wish I would have found <laughs> this like three or four or five years ago. Yeah, that would have been helpful. And as a matter of fact, I saw it in my circles at work. Um, I've got several people that I work with that are in the same season and even a little bit ahead of me. So I saw this same book floating around and thought, that's gold. I've got to get that. So came home and actually Kyle had already ordered it. Well, we're going to have it linked in the show notes. And so you'll want to 
Well, I hope you'll want to get that and uh, read through it. Uh, it's very applicable. Let's say you are a young adult today. It would be a great read for you to be able to relate back to your parents. Yeah, if you are a... Um, maybe more experienced parent, you've got adult kids. I would even tell you that if you have some high school kids and um, uh, kids who are just now entering into college, maybe they're in that early college stage, it, it, it would be beneficial even for you uh, during this time. It's not a hard read, but it is a very, very insightful read. Uh, again, one that I wish that I, I would have seen uh, earlier. Uh, those of you who've listened to Family Cast for a while or you know us know how important Proverbs is. Uh, Proverbs for our family is extremely important, uh, something that Amy and I have made a practice of reading together. Uh, we've read uh, uh, Proverbs together as a family. Uh, I, I continue to still do that. We've tried to even train our kids to read uh, Proverbs. And the, the unique thing about Proverbs is many, many people believe that Proverbs are promises. Proverbs are really principles. And so they are, uh, if you do these things, generally, this is how things will turn out. And one of the Proverbs that means a whole lot to me is Proverbs 22, 6. The one that talks about, you've heard it before, train up a child in the way he should go. And when he is old, he will not depart. And so uh, we have continually prayed that prayer. We've uh, tried to invest in our kids and point them in a direction, uh, not necessarily thinking they'll never stray, not thinking that everything's going to always be correct, but planting the word in and letting the word guide. Uh, the, the Bible speaks a whole lot about children. Amy, I know you have a really special um, uh, passage in Psalms that means a lot to you. Yeah, I mean, one that stands out um, in imagery. Uh, is important to me. It really speaks to me. So it's it's such a powerful image. It's in Psalms 127. Um, I'm going to start with verse three. Behold, children are a heritage from the Lord, the fruit of the womb, a reward. Like arrows in the hand of a warrior are the children of one's youth. Blessed is the man whose quiver is full of them. Uh, I used to joke that our quiver was a three pack that <laughs> I knew, you know, three and I know different families have different stories, but I did know from early on three, this is it. Um, when Evan came along, that was a nice punctuation to our family. Uh, but just he was an exclamation point. Oh, wasn't he? Ba-boom. All right. So <laughs> I think we're going to talk about that in just a second. But anyway, um, the image of an arrow flying from the hand of a warrior I mean, that's what an arrow is meant to do. It's meant to leave uh, the hand of the sender and and shoot and go out. So that's been a powerful image for me as our children went into high school years, went into college, and then launching into marriage away from us, that that image of an arrow, powerful, purposeful, doing what it was created to do apart from me. It left my quiver and flew. Um, so that that has helped me just to, to think about that image and know this is what they were created for. Yeah, I, I, I like the part of that passage where it talks about children are a heritage uh, and, and a heritage. That's, it's like a legacy. It's something that you continue and that, that continues on after you. It's something you've invested in and uh, it, it continues to pay uh, it was well, an investment that continues to pay dividends on down through the years and so and the generations. And one of the things that uh, has been that is very important to me is that my grandchildren and my great grandchildren know the Lord and walk in his ways. And so uh, raising adult 
kids or really you're not raising them you're walking alongside them you're learning to live with them one of the things that was important i know that you and i've had conversations about is how much we enjoyed when our kids got to the point where we had the same humor where we enjoyed talking to one another because the conversation moved from being uh uh, you know, I guess talking down mm-hmm. at some level, mm-hmm. but you're talking peer to peer. You're you're able to relate and, and laugh at jokes together, and just uh, they're cracking on you, and you're cracking on them at some level. Yeah, I mean, um, people give teenagers a bad rap. Um, but I really think that was a sweet spot for us that when your teenagers get old enough um, that you do share humor, you share some experiences that you couldn't share with them when they were younger. And I remember thinking, I really like you. I like hanging out with you. Um, I hope they felt the same. I know they didn't 100% of the time, but at least some of the time, I think they enjoyed hanging out with us as well. So if you are a parent of, you know, grade school age and you're fearing the teenage years, there's some great fun days ahead. So be encouraged. It is a lot of good stuff as they get older. Well, we've definitely um, not done everything right, obviously. That's, I mean, no, who does? Uh, even in this stage, we're still learning, uh, which is why this book, Doing Life with Your Adult Children, was uh, so um, beneficial, and it has been timely for me. Uh, again, the author's name is Jim Burns, Doing Life with Your Adult Children. Uh, here's, I want to make a couple of statements out of it, and then we're going to kind of talk a little bit about it. I'm not going to review the book. Uh, I'm not going to go walk all the way through it because I want you to read it yeah, and jump it into and it. it. Yeah, you can read it. But uh, right out of the bat, uh, I mean, you jump right, it jumps right off the page in chapter one when it talks about that your old job description with a, when you have adult kids, your old job description is gone. And um, man, that really has hit me that okay, my time as being the primary person in their life of uh, instruction and cheerleading and leading on is gone. Yeah. That I mean, we've done what we were supposed to do, and we can't continue to stretch the string on the bow any longer. You have to let that right. arrow fly. It's not fair to them, but I'm the first to say it, admit it's painful. It is just, it's painful. I remember talking to parents that were, you know, a season ahead of us several years and just talking about what's it like when your child goes to college. And I remember one dad just kind of bursting out in Mm. tears with his response because his daughter was not only in another city or state, she was in another country. Yeah. And I thought then, okay, this this is real. This is real. But it did um, instill in me that this is going to happen to our children, too. It's how it's supposed to be. Um, I think if I could go back and speak to my younger self when we had three littles, it would be to understand more fully that they were meant to leave you. That's I true. knew the reality yeah. was coming, but they were meant to leave you. Well, again, uh, another shameless plug in episode 19, we talked about letting go is hard and, um, it is hard, but it's what we're meant to do. Uh, I think the struggle for many parents, uh, myself included is realizing that, um, when they're adults, uh, 
you have to let them go. <laughs> they're going to make their own decisions. They're going to make their own way. They're going to make their own choices. And uh, th they may not always be the choices that you desire them to make. I always, I always try to tell young parents, uh, if you, the hardest work is when they're young because you're, you're investing in, you're investing in them so that they trust you. So they believe in you so that, uh, as they're, as you're giving correction and instruction, they, they're trusting that it takes a, it's a continual effort. Uh, even, even into the middle school, high school years, it's tough. You're trying to, uh, you, you, you want to be their friend, mm -hmm. uh, yet you're also trying to guide them and point them in the right direction. And you've done this now for 18, 19 years, and now all of a sudden you let them go as you're supposed to do. Right. But man, it's difficult. And I can no longer, in my old way of relating to them, relate the same way. Right, right. I remember, and this is this is a, a principle that I really want to plug. Find yourself some godly uh, people who have uh, been through the season that you're going into that can s encourage you, that can speak life, that can speak wisdom and godly counsel. And I remember one woman that I worked with that her kids were a little bit older than mine, and she told me, if you will embrace milestones along the way, whether it be going to school and when they're in kindergarten, if you will fully embrace that and let them go appropriately during those milestones, it makes the final release not easy because there's nothing you can do to make it easy, but it can at least make it easier and you're able to see the purpose. So she said, when your son or daughter learns how to drive, embrace it. Celebrate let it, it. Yeah, celebrate it. But then also grieve along the way, knowing that, all right, it's been a great season that we've had. Now we're moving into a more independent season. You find joy in their joy. They're so excited to uh, branch out into a new season of life. You, you take joy from that and you just release along the way so that when the big you know, whether it be going off to college, getting married, the big release at least has had some buildup along the way. You know, I've enjoyed uh, our kids being able to leave, uh, n not not because of uh, uh, new financial realities, not because my house is quieter, but I've enjoyed watching them develop into uh, young adults. I mean, young adults who love Jesus, who want to serve after him. Uh, I, I think probably one of the difficult pieces is, is that I can't necessarily give the same guidance that I once gave. Uh, I'm not able to, if we go back to as a child, as they were when the children, I can't control them anymore. Uh, I can't say how hey, you ought to do. Mm -hmm. Well, that's probably one of the tension <laughs> points is how many times we relate and text and talk and you ought to, you should, uh, you know, I really wish you would. And if you're not careful, those things can come off in a way that you're not meaning for them to, because that's just how you've always communicated. Right. But you have to learn a whole new way of communicating in some ways of, man, the woulds, the shoulds, you ought to, they probably ought to take us back seat, Kyle. They should take a back seat. <laughs> I did not say that, but <laughs> well, it's just, it, it, it's painful, but it's true. Um, your words literally should be fewer. 
Um, and I guess this is the pain that I feel that in your heart, your intentions are so good. You want to spare them. You want to help them. You want to prevent them from making the same mistakes you made. But it just it doesn't communicate that way. It doesn't come across as necessarily helpful. It oftentimes comes across as controlling. Another principle in the book that kind of fits in this line that burns uh, states that, oh my goodness, it, it really, well, it's in the same vein here. It's this, this line of thought. Uh, he says, unsolicited advice is usually taken as criticism. Wow. Ouch. Yeah. yeah. Uh, that, that's, that's not how, uh, you know, I'm an advice giver. Uh, uh, most men, I think, are fixers. They want to, yeah. to help fix. And so in giving advice, it's not that you're, uh, it, for me, when I'm talking to my kids or someone, it's not that I'm uh, criticizing, but wanting to help, genuinely help. Yeah. Well, here's, here's a, a principle that I am walking through currently right now in this season of life is as your children are releasing and you know, I need to take a back seat and let them live their own lives. It really helps to invest in your own life. Yeah. Typically your middle-aged uh, parent at that point, hopefully your marriage You've been pouring into it when the kids were little, you've, you know, or not, but now you all of a sudden you're with your spouse literally more time and your words are fewer with your kids, but all of a sudden you have more time to have yeah. words with your spouse. Yeah. I'm so thankful. I'm so thankful that Kyle, you and I enjoy being with each other. Yes. So as the time with the kids, we physically just aren't around them as much. We're able to go and do things. And then also just what are some things that you've been wanting to do that raising a family has prevented you from doing? So for me, it was go back to school. This was the time that I, I literally had more time. Our finances were more free for me to go back to school. So I do think if you can find some things to um, energize your your passions, your thoughts, uh, your pursuits in middle age, it does make it easier to let the kids go because you have your own life. Well, you know, uh, in the middle, you young adult parents, um, some of you are, are just now bringing children home. Maybe you've had them for two or three, four or five years. Maybe you're in your 10th year with your children. Uh, I want you to know that when you, if you really think about it, I think all of us hope to one day be married for 50 years. That seemed to be the huge goal. And, but when you realize that you're really only going to have your, your kids for 18 years, yeah. I mean, they're going to, they're going to be gone. They're going to leave you. I, I, I want you to know that they're going to leave you parents. All right. Uh, and that's what you want. That's a good thing. You're training them. You want them to go. And so if you're investing in your marriage early, uh, if you remember what it was like to date your spouse uh, prior to having kids and what the th how much fun you guys had, if you continue to invest in your marriage, uh, this principle that Amy's talking about of when the kids are gone, you're not looking at each other going, uh, who are you? Yeah. And you're trying to get reacquainted. It's, yeah. But, uh, you know, with with our kids, uh, they've been very gracious to us. But I will tell you, there have been some times where they've already had to say, hey, listen, uh, I got this. 
I can handle yeah. this. Uh, I, I'm thankful that they did that. They need to do that. They are now adults and they need to speak up for themselves. One of the things that we've tried to teach our kids is that you've got to, you've got to take leadership. You got to, you've heard this before, reject some passivity. And even if it's tough, you need to tell mom and dad, Hey, here's where we are. And this is, listen up. Yeah. I mean, I have been thankful uh, when our kids and their spouses have needed to talk some hard things with us that you you take it in stride. uh, Don't take it personally. So when they come to you with the hard conversations, you do have to just sit back and appreciate how hard this was for them to sit down with you um, and have these hard conversations. So you do want to just celebrate to yourself and your spouse and I know that was hard for them. Look at them. They're becoming the adults that we value, that we want them to be. That we've tried to train them up to be. So try not to th- take things personally. I try to remember myself at that age um, and really what I was thinking, what my plans and intentions were. And they really honestly just did not include my parents that much. Well, and I, I try to remember even at my own age now as an adult uh, who likes to be told what to do? Right. I mean, discuss with me some things and, uh, you know, those types of things. But who likes to be told, you know, you ought to, you should, because uh, it can be very condescending. Uh, it can be like, man, have I not thought about, uh, you think I've not ever already thought about these t- kinds of things? Yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, uh, it's tough, but resisting the urge to always fix their stuff. You talked about that. There was a... Um, you know, as a youth pastor, there, I would do these discipleship retreats, and there was an illustration that was always used in those re- retreats about, uh, you know, the 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 caterpillar, the caterpillar that goes into the cocoon, and uh, the, the cocoon starts to kind of break away, uh, and the butterfly starts to appear, and you you as you see that happening, you want to clip, you do the cocoon right. just to help the butterfly. They need you. They need you to do that. Yeah, you know, they're gonna you're gonna clip it and they're gonna come out. But what ends up happening is, is it, it damages the caterpillar and the and the butterfly because the struggle is part of the growth. It's part of what turns into beauty. And so resisting that urge because there are some things that just the struggle, uh, our adult children, they they've got to learn just like we did. Yeah. Yep. So it's it's tough, uh, and and I know one of the reasons I know this is that my own mom is uh, she she tells me these things you know about wanting to help and but you've just got to resist that and that's difficult for me. It is. I've got a, a great golden nugget that again an older mom shared with me just recently because I'm telling you when I sit down and have the opportunity to talk to someone ten years older than me or just their season, I am picking their brain about hey, what about this? Tell me, you know, give me advice about being a good mother-in-law. So I'm always, you know, just listening in. But one woman told me, and I thought it, this was golden: have more anticipation and less expectations. Mm. And when I was like, all right, what does that mean? Um, You've got to release expectations of your adult child and what you want their life to look like. You've got to let that go. But in its place, you are embracing the anticipation of what God is going to do in their story. And maybe they're not following the Lord. Maybe they're far from God, but their story is not over. 
So releasing expectations frees you up because let's face it, expectations just lead to damaged relationships and frustration. Yeah, that whole uh, old, old saying that we've all used, uh, unmet expectations breed frustration. They do. And so um, if you're able to let those expectations that you've placed on them, uh, expectations that many times they don't know anything about because they've not been shared. Sometimes they're just unrealistic because you're, remember your kids aren't just, it's not just their ki- your kids anymore. I mean, they've got friends, they've got, mm-hmm. uh, they've got either spouses, maybe uh, they've got fiancés. Uh, and so remembering they're trying to navigate a new world also. Uh, and so that, that, that can be very it can be very difficult. You know, some of the things that um, I'm learning today, um, and Amy, we can jump into and, and talk a little bit about this. Uh, I'm learning to try to listen more, uh, not talk as much, yep. uh, not not from the standpoint of disengaging from conversation, but I, I really do enjoy just listening to my adult kids talk and the things that they're learning and doing. That's, yeah. that's been a lot of fun. It is fun because there's got to be some replacement of this is a painful part of parenting. You are letting go, but there's so much good too. I mean, and, and this is part of it. When you can sit back and watch your adult child and just smile of the the adult they're becoming, the hopefully caring, godly um just the purpose and potential in their life that replaces to me um, or at least softens the sadness of the letting go. Yeah. And not having to always give my two cents, but I want to listen to their two cents. What's happening in them? What are the, what's going on with them? You know, traditions are a lot for us. We do a lot of, um, you know, whether it's dinners and lunches together or holiday things yeah. that we do um, giving, giving the freedom for those to change and they not always be the same. Right. I mean, more preemptive sage advice that someone gave me preemptive in that I thought I am marking this down because it hasn't happened yet, but I know it's about to with married children coming into the holidays. That's always um, kind of some tricky waters to navigate just because of logistics and time. And when are you going to do the Thanksgiving meal? And truly you have to remember that as a married family or a married child now, they have a whole nother family, a whole nother side that they literally are doing um, holiday traditions with. So this wise sage told me, be ready to watch your children embrace some of the traditions that you have uh, carried through your family and taught them throughout the years. They're going to embrace some and you're going to love that. And then there's going to be some that they push to the wayside because maybe their spouse has something different that they do, or they just create their own. So you celebrate their own. But I knew, all right, this is, I need to remember this. Don't take it personal when they don't do every Christmas holiday or Christmas tradition that you did with them growing up. Yeah. You know, uh, even you mentioned the holiday period. Um, For us, we've changed in some ways what we do so that we can free up our kids and their spouses 
uh, because there's another set of spouse, there's another set of parents, and those parents are wanting time with those kids also. And so we we will do uh, our Thanksgiving tradition on Wednesday night before Thanksgiving. On yeah, Thursday. and we've done that for years. Yeah. I don't know why, really, it started that way. I don't know if it was just easier to do well, it. Well, we've always gotten together with. Uh, uh, our pastor yeah, and his true. family. And so we do ours on Wednesday night. So we have it for Thursday. And, and thankfully that, that works out. Yeah. For, uh, we do some um, uh, Christmas Eve stuff so that it frees up kids on Christmas morning uh, and those types of things. Uh, I think the principle is, is you're, you're trying to look for ways of win-win. Right. And uh, we've just always said, hey, we... We want to see you at some point, if it's feasibly possible for that to happen uh, and those types of things. But release the expectation of when it has to happen, because it may not be like it has been the past 20 years. It may not happen on Christmas morning. So my my godly friends have said, you got to release that or you're going to make yourself miserable. I need to give a shout out to your mom, my mother-in-law and my mom, though she's not living anymore, but just they both, I think, modeled this beautifully. They always said, do what you need to do. We do want to see you. It doesn't matter. It doesn't have to be the Thursday of Thanksgiving. It can be before. It can be after. We can switch some things around. And they were so good and flexible. And you know what? It made us want to be around them more. When you have parents that have a lot of expectations and they burden that expectation with a healthy dose of guilt, you don't want to be around that. So it... I looked at how your mom did this and and even my mom, and they did it so well that it made us want to spend time with them. Most certainly. Uh, You know, texting today is a way of communicating. And uh, uh, today I text expecting no return, Uh, no return text. Uh, And when I get a return text, I'm pumped, Uh, you know, those types of things. Uh, One of the things I try to do is... uh, is say more often to our adult kids, I love you, I'm proud of you, uh, you're doing a great job, uh, I'm here for you, those types of things. Um, uh, Figuring out ways to open the door so that they can walk through it at any time, rather than always saying, you need to be at my front door at this time. Yeah, It's just open. When you, whenever you can and however you can. Yeah. And let me throw it out there that it's not like your grown kids are never going to come back or never going to seek your advice, but you just wait for the invitation that I love how our adult children have come back and they want to have just hangout time. They want to just have conversations. And a lot of times they do say, what do you think about this? We wait for that invitation. We don't always, but it goes really well when we do. It goes better when I do. Yeah, we're learning that. Yep. So when they do come and seek advice, we treasure that because we're like, all right, they didn't have to do this. And then we we're learning to weigh our words carefully. You know, um, if you're a young adult, I know we have a lot of young adults listening to this and you're going, uh, I'm not ready for this. Well, here's what I want you to do. I want you to be the end thinking, how can I take some of this stuff that Kyle and Amy are talking about so that I can talk to my parents because here, if there is tension as a young adult and there's tension with you and your parents, you need to do the adult thing and have an adult conversation 
with your parents about this. Uh, you, you may, maybe something in this podcast opens the door for you and gives you an, a way uh, to have a conversation. Maybe it's you recommend it to your parents and say, hey, I want you to listen to this. Uh, and <laughs> then I want to talk book. about it. Yeah, yeah. Um, maybe you're a more mature parent today, a more experienced parent. You have adult kids or you've got college kids and you're going, they're not listening. They're not responding like they used to. Well, there's a reason. And so uh, hopefully this will help you uh, begin to um, figure out ways of lowering your expect, really changing how you relate to your adult, right. your adult child, um, because it's, we all have to change in this. We do. I know something that has helped us is we thankfully are just this odd season in our life. We're around a lot of young couples that really are our kids age. So we're around these couples. Some of them know our kids. Some of them don't. But I love hearing their stories. I love hearing their perspective. And it helps me as as a parent go, all right, this is, you know, this is normal. This is what, you know, young people are all breaking away from their parents. Um, and it just helps me not take things so personally from our own kids. Well, a, a principle that you and I have always had is that we wanted other godly adults speaking into our kids because we would trust them and know that they're speaking the same things. Well, I want to be that with other young adults, and I'm praying now for the adults who are speaking into my young adult kids. And you're not kidding. I'm so thankful for those people. And so uh, begin to think along those lines, uh, more mature parent. Uh, how about you start pouring into some young adult Kid, uh, young adults and pray for the people who are pouring into your kids um, yeah. from that standpoint. Listen, uh, we do not have this figured out. Uh, we have messed this thing up. We're still learning. Uh, we have some some folks we're talking to about this yeah. because we need people to help us in this. And so hopefully this is a door that opens up conversation and um, know that you're being prayed for. Know that... Uh, we believe that you can get through this season and not just get through it, but you're going to thrive in it. Yeah. Yeah. It's great. Um, remember the arrow image. They were meant to fly. So release them. Enjoy their flight. So be encouraged today. Um, adult children, have those hard conversations with your parents. It's worth it. And we're all in it together. So go out and have a great day. Thanks for joining us on Family Cast a weekly conversation about marriage, parenting, and all things family. We ask you to subscribe to FamilyCast on your favorite podcast platform and invite a friend to listen in.